Legions, welcome. Welcome once again to the What You've Been Watching podcast. I am your host, the mirthful, marvelous Mike Dudley. Joined, as always, by my co-host, cohort, and youngest brother, MD3 Marcus Dudley, checking in on the YOU. What is going on out there in podcast land? We are broadcasting live, as always, from the What You've Been Watching Studios right here in Tallahassee, Florida, on the south side, somewhere between the south end of Tallahassee and Crawfordville. Or maybe Woodville. I don't know. You take your pick. It's all the same direction. Uh, What's going on with you, though, my brother? Oh, man. Finally enjoying this uh, cold weather snap we got coming through. I know it's not going to last. We're going to get one more massive heat stroke right before Christmas. uh, And you know what you're going to hear right before that heat wave happens? A little bit of Kesta, always bright, <laughs> shining over the horizon. And you'll be like, hear that beautiful, beautiful ray of light comes, that heat. Because that's what that song is. It's a fucking banger. That's so right. just want to give a shout out to uh, little, Kesta little first. A warm ray of sunshine on a crisp that's right. autumn morning. That's right. So you'll hear that. And you can also find us at Whatcha Been Watching Podcast at gmail.com. Where else can they find us, my brother? They can locate us on the Facebooks at Dudley Bros. I'm sorry, facebook.com slash Dudley Bros. Did I get that right? I don't know. We'll fix it in post. Never fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> or not, either way. So what's going on with you, though, my brother? Enjoying the cold weather, you were saying? Because yeah. I certainly oh, am. Oh, it's my, favorite, it's my favorite time of year. It's hoodies and jeans season, which is pretty much my uniform, like, eight months out of the year anyway. So, yeah. I, I, I feel complete again. Yeah, I'm with it, man. Look, I, I got, like... I had to tell people to stop buying me hoodies just because I have so many and I have so many. I don't have a ton of opportunities to wear them. It's like I get three months, but I got like nine hoodies. And I like them all, so I just am like, wearing a different one, wearing a different one just right, to get right, them in. Right, 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 right. So, um, but it was, again, I, it was so hot this damn summer that, I mean, record heat, so I don't want to hear anybody bitching about the cold this That's year. Right. That's I'm right. Like, bring Enjoy it. it. Yeah, bring it. Let me wear all the hoodies all at once. <laughs> so, I'm with you, though. Uh, anything else been happening, though, man? No, man. Uh, I think we, we talked about last one, the uh, the return trip from Halloween Horror Nights and having fun in Orlando. I've never done Halloween Horror Nights. Would you, you recommend would it? dig it. You would dig it. I mean, do you like scare houses and stuff no. like that? Okay. okay. I can't ride roller coasters. I can't be around computers for more than a couple hours and get headaches. <laughs> I can't go into an office that's never been used before. I also have a thing for sweets. <laughs> Anyway. Listen, I'm just going to steal from you. Yeah. I take things. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry. You left the joke wide open. I had to walk into it. So, uh, No, I'm, I'm sure. I don't. I do get motion sick and the older I get, but I, don't, I haven't tried it in a while like to really push the envelope on motion sickness. I mean, the only things really to do there is walk around, go into scare houses, wait in line, and drink. So, I mean, you decide, you know. I'll it, do it. I'll make it, it is going to be a lot of waiting in lines and, and just talking to the people in the queue you know next to you while you wait for i mean the longest line i saw was like three hours for the stranger things one uh so i didn't do that one i i I tried to keep them you know either like 45 minutes or under um so but yeah i mean you can you can find them if you go on the right day you you know short lines 45 minutes which is not that's not too not bad. too bad. How long are the houses usually? How are you About five minutes. Oh yeah, I figured so. <laughs> did you feel legitimately scared, or was it just like? Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 nice. yeah. They they do a real good. A lot of it's you know, you know like uh, jump scares and people coming out from behind hallways and stuff like that. So, um, but they do a really good job of 
they keep it nice and cold in there so your skin's active and they're very you know narrow hallways that open into big rooms where anything can happen um the the costumes are a little chintzy they're a little uh kind of spirit halloween decorations but god bless them they try hey man whatever. you know um my, my whole thing was like i, I i'm a smart uh, uh park goer you know so like i, I already kind of know like if there's a thing over here that's distracting you, then the guy's going to jump out from the opposite side. And so, like, it was mostly me just going ahead and be like, nope, big fucking nope, 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 nope. See that one? Okay. And then as soon as I would turn my head, the one dude that I had already clocked would just get, you know, six inches behind my ear and just go, gotcha. And I'd be like, fuck! Yeah, that might not be for me, but I'll try it one time. One time in the 80s, but I may or may not enjoy it. <laughs> but it's good. You know, I, I spent way too much on, you know, expensive food and drinks. So it's, yeah, it's, it's you got to go, you got to, you got to go for the, for the experience, you know? Yeah, I'll check it out, man. I wanted to do the Epcot drinking around the world when I drank, but I never got around to that one. Mm, so might've missed the boat on that yeah, one. It's all good. I'll just be like, I had a Sprite in seven places. It doesn't sound the same. <laughs> like I had a Sprite in every continent. I don't know. Have you ever had Mexican Coke? That shit is dope. It's still got the sugar in it, man. It's in the glass bottles. Yeah, man. Like actual, superior actual product. sucre. I know, right? Azucar. Yeah. So. Anything else been happening on your review of uh, Halloween Horror Nights? Uh, yeah, I mean it was it, it, way too much money, but you know, I it was good just to get away and just break the cycle of use monotony. Some of the, use some of that PTO you've been yep. hoarding. <laughs> <laughs> like Finally I, had to come up off the it. Economy's gonna collapse and it's gonna be useless. <laughs> Mike is like, but I got all this time off. That's not fair. That's not fair. I played the rules. I, I did the rules. I finally have time to read. <laughs> Twilight Zone reference. <laughs> Anyways. You know who that dude was? No. Burgess Meredith. Don't know who that is either. That is Mick. You know, from Rocky. Mm. Yeah. And also, the Penguin from 66 Batman. Word is Bond? Word is Bond. I didn't, I never put that together. Yeah. Well, I'll be damned. Shout out to the uh, customer that used to come into the Wawa I worked at up in Maryland. Um, he was a huge, huge, huge Batman 66 fan. And okay. he would show off all his memorabilia to me. Oh, really? And, yeah. And he was like, he had a fucking garage full of some dope shit. Was it Ralph Garman? No, it was not. No, it was not. <laughs> but dude was adamant. He would come in and he had the old school Batman gloves on and stuff when it was cold. Like he was, he was Really? Yeah, he was, he was with it, man. And I've sat there and rapped with him one day about it because I'm a huge dork and, you know, I'm trying to not work on the clock. Right, so, right. Well, part of it's customer service. But um, So I'm sitting there just chatting with him. Like the next day he came and he had a whole catalog of, of shit photos of him hanging out with Julie Newmar. And oh, like, wow. Yeah, he said she was the coolest. Oh, I'll he's bet, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like legitimately appreciative and still, he's like, oh, she still looked great too. And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so. We're low-key Batman 66 fans. Not really low-key. Low yeah, 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 pretty yeah, much yeah. Batman 66 fans. So. Yeah. Shout out to the Bright Knight. Um, anything else been going on, man? Or you want to dive into it? Or? No, man. That about covers it for me, man. That's it. So, what about you? What you been up to? Man, fucking just sports ended up. Been busy. Oh. Yeah. What you been watching, bro? Man, a goddamn Eagles losing for the first time. <laughs> oh, but no. It is what it is. Sim- fly. Uh, cry, Eagles, cry. Fly. Cry, <laughs> Eagles, cry. Exactly. Um, to the goddamn New York Jets of all people. Ah, you mean the New Jersey Jets? Yeah, exactly. The fucking, yeah. Just, by the way, it's the dumbest <laughs> shit. This, is, this has nothing to do with the actual game, but 
two multi-billion dollar franchises Mm -hmm. play in the same arena in Mm -hmm. the New York Jets and the New York Giants. Mm -hmm. Get some, grow some fucking grass. Like this AstroTurf (laughs) shit, like what the fuck are we? It's New Jersey, bro. Nothing grows there. The science has advanced. I know it's the Garden State now. I know, exactly. (laughs) Grow, like you can grow the shit indoor. There is no excuse for this shit, man. Like whatever. That's the end of that ramp. But yeah, they lost and so I was dealing with that. I eagerly anticipate all of our uh, nasty emails from New Jersey. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Right. If they weren't coming, they're definitely coming now. <laughs> but hey, look, please send hey, those into. If w- they could write, they'd be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> like, I only got 15 minutes to use the internet at the library. The fuck? Anyways. How am I supposed to communicate if you can't see my fucking hands? Right. <laughs> Anyways. That's at what you've been watching podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. You can write in all your fuck you and or your uh we like a couple jerseyans, but anyways. Um so yeah, just been watching that. Um other than that, Seminole still undefeated. Hells yeah. And it's weird, man. I'm conflicted. As the the more I uh have an affiliation to Philadelphia, the more I like their sports teams. The fighting Phils played the Atlanta Braves and they beat the shit out of them oh. so the oh, no. yeah so the philadelphia phillies are uh you know grandmother tucker's rolling over in the I grave know, right now i know so oh, i have oh no so i can now root for the philadelphia phillies on yeah. uh unquestioned so yeah i truly don't really give a fuck about baseball i just want to see <laughs> i i tune in because i'm a sports guy i'm sure. like oh what's going on in the standings like sure. i don't i keep up with hockey until like it's the playoffs, and I'm like, all right, now I'm gonna sit down and watch some hockey. Right, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'll keep up with the standings. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, it's like, all right, fucking just see what's what the storylines are, or whatever. Yeah. I'll so, catch the ESPN highlights just so yeah. I can, you know keep up the date. Yeah, I think I'm actually gonna go down to Tampa one of these days to go see uh, Alex Ovechkin of the the Capitals, mm-hmm. the Washington mm-hmm. Capitals. See him go play a game before he gets out of it because he's one of the greats of all time. So I was like, well, he's getting a little long in the tooth. Might yeah, go was it? He was on the uh, he was on the last uh, uh, U.S. Olympic hockey team. No, no? he's rushing his shit. Never mind. Yeah, not no. who I'm thinking of. No, he watches uh, in the year that the Capitals won the the Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. He won it goddamn single handedly. There was a time that <laughs> he skated back like it was a breakaway and it wasn't his assignment, but he was like, "Fuck this! I'll just do it myself." And he skated back and like. Stole the puck on defense and then just deked everybody on the ice and scored and was just like, and that LR, that yeah, LR just, button left like, right, huh? You're like, this dude is on a mission. Like, he's <laughs> going to win this year. So he's maybe catch him before he's just to say you did kind of thing. But yeah, I saw one of the greats. Yeah, yeah, just one of those things, you know. So, um, yeah, I was so, thinking of Oshi is who I was, is who I was thinking of the, the goaltender. No, no, no he was, uh, he was a forward. I don't know. Anyway. Either way, yeah. I'm not well-versed in hockey, but... Yeah, so just kind of keeping up with that, man. Eagles losing, Seminoles rolling, Philadelphia Phillies going to the uh, the NLCS to play, figure out if they're going to go to the World Series, and that's all, all right. I've been up to, man. Other than that, just working, working, and right. watch the Meg 2 again. Did you really? It was on at the house, so, yeah. Okay. Watch that. Does it still hold up, or is it... Uh... It's... The last 30 minutes is all you, you got to watch, man. That's it? Yeah, it's, it's pretty dumb up to that point, but... <laughs> well, I was watching it with um, Sawyer and Angie, and... Sawyer wasn't really that into it, but until the, I was like, when did they get to Fun Island? Then it's on. As to I've, Fun Island? Yeah, once I've, as we reviewed it in the a previous podcast, then it's okay. like doing barrel rolls over sharks when three sharks are converging on one jet ski. And <laughs> there's a bad guy shooting machine guns at you still, and yeah, it makes no sense. But Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, the last 30 minutes, I was like, if it would have just been this for even 70 minutes, I would have been like, take my ticket. But. So if I'm high as shit for that, 
that would be the time, right? Like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna watch that movie high, like take a break, smoke one out, last thirty minutes. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, the the cool. final act is like, all right, here we go. All so, right, cool. Yeah, then the silliness <laughs> kicks in. Let's fucking go. So hell yeah. Um, but other than that, that's been it though, man. Um, so we are gonna hit you with some very real questions that have been sent to us at oh, again. You hear what that is? What you been watching? Podcast at gmail.com as we open. I hear. Let me unzip it real quick. Hang on, you'll hear it. Oh. You know what I hear? What is it? I hear a jingle coming on. Uh-huh. It's the mailbag. Well done. Annie remembered the song. <laughs> Let me move my bag so forgive the, uh, the audio quality. <laughs> but, anyways, so we got some viewer questions, man. Very okay. real questions from very real people. That have sent these in. Uh, do you want to start us off, my brother? Uh, yeah, let me let me start off here. Let's give y'all a little low profile. We we hit y'all. The cup runneth over on the last episode. We uh, so, hit y'all with a lot. So we're gonna. So this one down. comes in. Um, we've seen Marky Mark team up team up with Will Ferrell and Baby Goose team up with Russell Crowe. You have Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey. You have um, uh, God, who else? Like uh, you know. It, a, a combination of a comedic actor and a, and a considered straight actor, you know, or, or a dramatic actor. Right. And oftentimes it leads to really, really good, you know, combinations, like unexpected combinations. So... Dare I say Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer's? In the... Also, what is the greatest buddy cop movie of all time? You're talking about Kissy Kissy Bang Bang. Kissy Bangs? Kissy Bang Bang. That's right. So. So, what are some other odd pairings that you would like to see? Just off the top of your head, you know? Hmm. Other odd pairings that I would like to see. That's a really tough one. I mean, some of the easier answers. I get, Yeah, because there's been some good... Di- there's a Vince Vaughn and... Uh, what's his name? Johnny Favs. Mm-hmm. It's always a classic. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Swingers, right. Man, um... Even John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. John C. Riley was not considered. I mean, we did. Oh, he, we, he was he before he they was a did, serious actor. Yeah, before they did. I think it was Talladega Nights. I mean, he had done like comedies. It wasn't like that. Sure, but, but he wasn't. Was, but he was not known for his comedic chops yeah. as much as he was the the dramatic arts. Mm, that's a tough one. You got an answer for that one? While I while I mull over it, or I do. Uh, I think I would want to see Danny McBride. Oh shit! Team up with, and this is kind of a cheat, but. Woody Harrelson, I know he. I know he also has comedic chops, but um, I, I think I Danny McBride that movie. Yeah, in a fucking second. Yeah. Either that or uh, Matthew McConaughey. I think he would also pair very well with that. With Danny McBride. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good one. Yeah, I, I, you know. I, I don't Danny know McBride what they fan. would do. It would probably have to be like. Um, Oh, what was the Steve Martin movie where he had to bring the the mob informant cross country? It's not my blue Valentine. God damn it! What's it? Oh, uh, I don't know. Steve Martin. Yeah. No, yeah I don't yeah. know. Anyway, somebody out there is just shouting at the, at the uh, fucking radio. <laughs> Are we talking about it? So it's got to be a comedic movie, or no, 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 no. no, no. I mean, could be. Yeah, could be. Sure, but like, I would like to see. Let's see. A who done it? And I would like to see, I'm going to go John Leguizamo Ooh. and Rosario Dawson. In a whodunit? In a whodunit. Okay. So like, uh, 
cop or uh, or private investigator type of thing where they're they they got to follow the breadcrumbs. Yes, and Rosario's the funny one. Oh, interesting spin. Okay, I dig it. I'm sure I could think of a better one, but no, no, no I I, I just think that. like yeah. Johnny Legs because he can bounce, he can feed into it really well. He can ta- like talk real quick and be the fun. he can be almost the Vince Vaughn kind of type. Yeah, yeah. And Rosario could play the sad kind of like. Almost kind of swingers dynamic where it's like you know you kind of laugh at her because it's like man you are the pathetic one here. <laughs> yeah, I would dig that. I would dig that. Because I, I, the reason I say her is because one she's awesome and two she was really good in um, the movie um, Top Five, the Chris Rock directed movie. Okay. And yeah, that was she was really good in that. So. I didn't see that one. So yeah, it's all about you know people like, oh what's your top five MCs? What's your top five of this? And oh. he, Chris Rock plays like a washed up actor or whatever, and I was like she's fucking really funny in that, but still really obviously still really likable. And just Johnny Legs just pairing with her, the combination may not work, but I'd want to see it. Okay. All right. Plus, anytime you get Johnny Legs and Rodot together, I just want to see that. <laughs> it could be a serious movie. I don't care. Just you, put them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put them in something. Yeah, if we were going to do a serious movie, I would want to pull... Let me think. Hmm. Like a serious like thriller or real dramatic piece, I would want to pull up... Oh, I got it now. Oh, you got it? Oh, I got the, I got okay. the correct answer. Go ahead. I'm going to go with Liam Neeson. Okay. And Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> in a movie together. You can't pick the same person twice, Marcus. He's like, why did you just say the same names two times in a row? It's not fair. But no, that actually would be a great movie, though. <laughs> that would be <laughs> that'd be a fucking dope movie. I mean, Leslie Nielsen's dead, so... I mean... Well, look. In these hypothetical <laughs> oh, rules... Remake Weekend at Bernie's? Ooh. There we go. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, well that kind of ties into our you, next you, question. I cut you off on what your final one was going to be, but oh, it's, I'm not going to top Leslie Nielsen. Okay, Liam Liam, Nielsen. yeah, you yeah, can't. I'm not going to top it. No, no. So that, also, may I also pitch? Sure. We just put Val Kilmer and Downey Jr. back in a movie again together, and we call it Kiss Kiss Bang Bang Two. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> was it the Further Adventures of Gay Tony? Gay Perry. Gay yeah, Perry. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so, thank you for your question, whomever. <laughs> so, uh, so all this talk of the Crow reboot with uh, one of the Scarsguard boys, handsome as they are, jumping in and, and fulfilling the role. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly. That's what I've heard. We we also kind of mentioned, uh, you know, '90s reboots uh, before. What are what's another '90s movie that deserves a second chance? Ooh, um, I mean, The Crow was so iconic in terms of capturing a certain time in in the world, especially Absolutely. especially in American culture. Like, it's a very very '90s movie, so you couldn't do like a, a Gus Van Sant like shot for shot remake of it because <laughs> I, I would it, watch it, but <laughs> I, just to see how it works out. But like, no, yeah, nobody would nobody would connect with it. So yeah, no. it, it would have to be updated. It would have to be like something that would. You know. I'm so glad that they didn't try it. And this is no disrespect. It's just not my type of music. But like, if they tried to do The Crow again in the early to, to mid-2000s or 2010s, he would be the most whiny little fucking turd. <laughs> He'd be listening to My Chemical Romance and like All-American Rejects. And it just wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. I'm sorry. 
So there got to be more gothic than that. So <laughs> he just—he's so frustrated that he keeps cutting himself yeah. <laughs> and just immediately healing. He's yeah. like, "God damn it!" Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Fallout." This was my whole identity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so glad they waited to remake that one. Yeah, the idea of what was goth for a while, and by my definition, is not goth. So, <laughs> with that being said, um, a '90s movie. I'm not gonna try to, you know, I'm not gonna try to outthink the draft here. You know, you think you're the smartest person in the room, like just take the best available player. Sure, yeah, yeah. Motherfucking Stargate. Stargate. I dig. We that. brought that up on the show a few times. Stargate is the shit. That was one of those movies that, as well with um, Mortal Kombat, was rented a lot. When it was right. like, oh, we're having people over. What do you want to rent? Oh, Stargate. Stargate. Like I've seen that movie a lot of fucking times yeah, as yeah, a kid. Yeah. And I know they did a TV show that did like SG One, and then they did Atlantis and all this other shit. Bring back some motherfucking Stargate. I I, I think you put that in the right hands, like uh, Denis Villeneuve does. Fucking oh yeah, you know, Stargate. I mean, that's 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 a huge get. I mean, like still, I, I think you get. You know, but JJ, JJ Abrams could do a great job. I think a Matt Reeves could do a great yeah, Matt, job. Yeah, that. Matt Reeves is pretty fucking good. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying Denis Villeneuve is right. is uh, the correct answer. It, in a it perfect is. Role. That, that would be. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That would be it. It. it my only fear with that is that it might be too similar to Dune. Like, yeah. he, like he's already sort of played in that sandbox. I got it. I got it. Mother, tell me you wouldn't watch this. Motherfucking Robert Rodriguez does fucking Stargate, bro. Mm. After Alita Battle Angel? Alita mm. Battle Angel? See, I never saw that one, so mm. I, 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 I don't do know. It. I don't know. I don't know. I think he's a little bit too... He'd be like, I made the movie for 80 bucks. And I'm like, this is supposed to be a massive... Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I might have to retract that one. Right, yeah. I just know he has a flair for like what the shit that he finds cool. Oh, yeah. It's like, I'm going to make... I just have a feeling he would be very enthused by that. But I could be wrong. I could yeah, be wrong. maybe. Maybe. It, if it's something he was into, then yeah, yeah I would, would definitely... Yeah. I, I that that was more my thing. It seems like something he would like. So. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but yeah, no, Stargate is my answer for 90s movies. I would watch Stargate. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Oh, man. I think I'm going to go with Friday. The comedy Friday? Friday. I Friday think the it's... 13th? No, no, no. Friday. Like... No, I'm saying like they should do like 12 more of those movies. <laughs> Stoops. Stoops. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Friday. I think I think that that is a a movie that is rife for uh, uh, reboot. Uh, you could, I mean, especially turning it now into like a a Gen Z sort oh, of man. like I've got the day off, I got nothing to do. You know, yeah. That would be a good one. No, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. That would still lives at home with his parents. You know, the issue is you, you 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 don't have a job. I'm cutting off your phone, so he can't. You know, they can't TikTok all day. They can't like they're they're completely cut off, and so they literally have to go explore the neighborhood and like interact with all their yeah interact with their neighbors as far as like yeah that's same, not same, a bad formula. That's not a bad yeah. The weed dealers like yo, I've been trying to text you all day. He's like, man, I got my phone cut off. That, right, that's right. not. That's not a bad one, actually. I mean, the only, only issue is that it's such a classic that you're going to lose some audience. Be like, why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? It doesn't need to be redone. Yeah, but I think at I'm this with point, them. I mean, it's it's so far removed that... I mean, that movie came out in what? Like, 1996? Like, 97? Mid, yeah, mid-90s, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's been 35 years, man. Like, I don't know if that point, math adds up, but maybe it does. I don't know. Listen. No, it does, yeah. Holy shit, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> not 35, but yeah. It's been a lot of years. You're getting there. Sure. Into your 30s, yeah, for sure. 
Um, no, that's a good one. The only thing I would say also is there's been you brought up Friday. It kind of also came out at right the right at just the right time. Sure. Um, man, there was a lot of movies like uh, Menace to Society and Boys in the Hood and a lot of like early teen or like a early 90s mid 90s like yeah like the, 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 black, the, the black about the cinema, black struggle yeah, black cinema renaissance yeah growing up like hey this lifestyle is going to kill you you got to get out you got right. the golden ticket whatever and those kind of went away yeah moonlight was the last one that was kind of like that but even then that was like a coming out Don't you mean la la land yeah right <laughs> but that was kind of a coming out story as well so yeah one of those movies i could see doing like if you want to fucking redo menace to society i'd be with it yeah i i i don't know that I mean, not that I'm into the gang culture or whatever. Like, I don't know that it resonates the same way that it did then. Know. Because I mean, especially like in the in the early '90s, you had you know we were just coming off Nancy Reagan, you know, and and it's true, and George Bush just rallying against like you know the the violent urban youths, you know, yeah. Clinton inheriting that, and and he was of, one of the reasons Clinton got elected. Well, one of the reasons one he was laid back, but two, it was like. He was pitched a strict on crime rule, and that's right. what people wanted to hear. It was like, oh, a Democrat that's going to be strict on crime and the whole three strikes are out thing, and yeah. yeah. That's that's not what we do this podcast for, but no, I can just see one of those types of movies sure. being redone with a modern spin. I movie. just don't know if it resonates in the same way that it did then politically, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get you, but still, make the movie, let's find out. <laughs> right, 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 right. Make right. the movie, let's find yeah. out. Anyways, what uh, else we got in our... Uh... Let's see. The only other movie I would say that might deserve a reboot is... Uh... Like RoboCop, like instead of trying to do, I I know they already did a, a reboot of that, and I want to say like 2017, 2016, something like that. Something like, fuck that. Give it to somebody who's a good satirist, somebody who really understands what the original movie was about, like like a Robert Rodriguez, like uh, um, Edgar Wright or uh, Matthew Vaughn or something like Ooh, that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Matthew like, Vaughn does RoboCop would be fucking rad. Yeah, somebody, he's, he's somebody who everything. actually understands the joke that is the movie, as in terms of like, yes, it's a serious, over the top, violent movie, but it's saying something. You know, you know what movie I completely glossed over? What's that? S- motherfucking Starship Troopers. Again, that would okay, be great. Yeah, I could see that. that. Would be great. Yeah, 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 Robert yeah. Rodriguez does Starship Troopers. That I would I fucking would buy see. That. They yes, would buy sir. a fucking ticket. Now, Anyways, here we go. Robert Rodriguez got a lot of love on this, but yeah, those are those are my answers to it. Starship Troopers and Stargate. Okay, yeah, so. I'm gonna go with RoboCop and uh, what was the other one? I don't know. <laughs> it was like nine movies we mentioned. <laughs> I truly don't remember. Is the sad part. I'm not doing this as a bit. It'll come back to me randomly. I'm like, what the fucking movie was he talking about? Crobocop. That's what yeah, Crobocop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which make that movie. Um, all right. What is? What are the other questions from uh, the peoples? Hit me up, brother. I don't know. Uh, let me dig in the bag here. Ooh, we talked about this earlier. Okay. What is your favorite sports moment in film? Ooh, my favorite sports moment in film might be. See, it's kind of a downer. It's it's. It's all right. So in the wrestler, there's a scene oh, yeah. where there's a scene where wrestling's entertainment, though. Remember? Okay, so that one doesn't it. count. Never it is. I'm not being mean. I'm just saying. I, I get what you're saying, though. But for the sake of it, go ahead. So there's a scene where uh, Randy the Ram Robinson sort of realizes in the moment that he's dying, like he's having his fatal heart attack, and he like pushes through and still goes through and like continues the match. Um, yeah, I just the spirit, the, the triumphant spirit, even in the face of death. I'm 
still shooting for one last shot at glory, you know, um, which is basically what the whole movie's about anyway. Uh, so it just sort of puts a nice seal on his character arc in terms of, yes, he didn't learn anything, but was he completely wrong? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, uh, my other, my other favorite sports moment is, uh, and this is cheesy as fuck, but Rudy. When I mean Rudy, no, yeah, no, not yeah. not that one. But when all the first line players come in and put their jersey down and say, "I'm not playing unless Rudy's playing with me. I'm not playing unless Rudy's playing with me," and they all put their jerseys on the coach's uh, office desk. It's a good moment. It's a good moment. That's I, I respect that. I thought you were going to go for a Rocky moment, but I got mine. Okay. I would say, um, one, is this might be kind of corny, but uh, Cool Runnings. Oh. When they all get up and carry the sled across Hell the yeah. finish line, that's a... a... Hey, Sanka, you dead? <laughs> no, man. Yeah. It's a great one. It's a great one. So, they, yeah, when they carry that across, that was a true moment of, like, they understand that this is bigger than themselves at this point. Right. And they were representing an entire nation of, like, we're not going to quit. Um. When Ricky Bobby wins, no, I'm saying. <laughs> when, he, when he say, beats Sasha Baron Cohen, when, yeah, when, saying, he, yeah. when he runs across yeah, after they, crashing his car, and they're yeah. like, none of this counts. Yeah, none, none of this. Counts. Yeah, it's a personal mistake. No, but cool runnings. Um, also, I don't know. If it's I think the Sandlot is the best sports movie of all time because it's like part Stand by Me. But mm-hmm. when they get the home run and it goes over the fence. Oh, and yeah. the beast gets it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. When he finally gets it, and it was the Babe Ruth ball. That's a great moment. Yeah. You're like, oh, because then you have to get it back. Because then the two story. Because it's Stand by Me ultimately, right, and right, it's right. also Field of Dreams. And like sure. in that moment, like oh, yeah. it blends into the perfect tale of both of these. Right, so, right, right, right. Yeah, and it's like oh, his his growing up and coming of age, trying to please people, and like hey, I'm trying to be cool with my stepdad. It's like it all comes crashing down, and sure. they they rally together as a team, and they become more than just a team of of uh, baseball players, and they're a troop squad at that point. Right, right, so. right. Now they're, they're they're finally friends, yeah. you know, as opposed yeah. to just teammates. Yeah, right. And so the it, moment the moment it goes over the actual hit itself isn't that, but the what it brings the impetus. out. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. The, everything around that. Yeah. Right, right. They get some to get the shoes. You can run faster, jump higher. Like right, all right. that shit. It's awesome. In that same vein, I would say that when the bad news bears, spoilers, actually lose their final game. It's a good one. I mean, I think it's kind of an important lesson to learn. Like not every sports movie ends in like the miracle on ice, you know? Right. Like they don't always pull it off. The confetti falls, but it ain't always for you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I I think that that was a really and, and they don't do that anymore, you know. No. They, they they don't really focus on the like, the 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 hard turn, you know, scrappy amateurs who try to make good and just fall just right. just short, you know. Like Rocky is a, is another one, you know. Creed did that a little bit when he was like when he the final guy in the first movie was right. saved by the bell and he's like, hey, you're the future of the sport, kid. Right, like, right, right, right. Kind of like, hey, you sometimes your best just ain't good enough. You got beat by the rules, man. He. Yeah, saved by the yeah, bell. Beat so. on a technicality. Yeah, still a victory. Still a victory. Yep. So well, that was good answers, though. Yeah, yeah good yeah. answers. Well, what else we got, man? Let's see. What else have we got here? Let me reach here. this. Crinkling, crunkling. Forgive us. What else we got down here? So this next question uh, has to do with anticipations and expectations. Ooh. What was your most anticipated movie that turned out to be your biggest disappointment? Well, that's a tough one because I know there's some movies that I was like that was a dog shit movie mm-hmm. that I was like oh that looks interesting I wasn't really stoked for and then there were some movies that were like yeah this is one that they let like, me down but not like that big of a deal so 
Mm. I mean, I got mine if you want to go ahead and take a minute. To My think about initial it. answer is like the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean. No, I got it. I got it. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, fourth I, Pirates of the Caribbean. No, that because I actually enjoyed that, but I'm an easy mark for those movies, though. Sure. So. Man, I think the answer is going to be Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. <laughs> when they did, yeah. No. Um, I'm going to say Star Wars, but not the. Force Awakens, I thought, was dog shit. Okay. But that's not the one I'm going to go with. Because I wasn't that crazy. Into, I was like, I'll see that movie. And then I saw it and I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But episode two. Episode Attack of the two. Clones. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That one, because, and I'll, and I'll tell you why. One, it's like, we're touching on the motherfucking Clone Wars. This is like the thing of mythology of like, and I'm glad it got fleshed out later by Dave Filoni and all those other stuff. But I was like, we're talking about the fucking Clone Wars, man. This is right. a big deal, you know? Um, and like Gears of War, like, oh, the initial Gear Wars or whatever. The Pendulum Wars. Yeah, the yeah. Pendulum Wars. Yeah, all that stuff. It's like, oh, this is the, the stuff of legend. They talk about the Clone Wars. Back in the Clone Wars, you fought with my father, this and that and the third. And then just for what it was, and that was one reason why I was disappointed. The second reason was, if you look at it just in terms of, of just the structure of the movies, so uh-huh. you know how 4, 5, and 6 play out. One, you can pretty much do whatever you want. You can go, up. Oh, we're introducing Anakin. Okay, sure. cool. With two, you have the biggest amount of, of wiggle room. Because you go because with three, you pretty much know, you kind of know what's going to happen. You're like, if they're not in episode four, there are certain things because you've introduced these characters sure. in like, one. Like we know that Obi-Wan is going to have to cut off, you know, Vader's or uh, Anakin's legs and arms and turn yeah. into Vader. You know that Anakin's going to turn Mace into Mace Windu's dead. Right. You, <laughs> or, right. yeah. Yoda's probably banished, right. you know, like because right. right. he's right. battling. Right. Like there's certain things that have to happen. Right. So with two. Luke and Leia get handed off to their respective yep, parents. Yep. Right. Like exactly. there's certain things that have to, to happen. We, we know the end result. We know right. the finish line. So three, I enjoyed. That was that was fine. I still, I still have my beef with episode three, but that one wasn't mm-hmm. as bad. But two, I was like, this is the one that could change it all. Because this could be, there's so much room for there to play with. And then they just did some like shitty investigation story as a B-side. And then the A-side was no disrespect, but it's just a bad love story. Yep. And it was just like, I don't, this is not compelling at all. Like Obi-Wan's running around being like, an investigator and I want to see him do Jedi shit. <laughs> like, and yeah, like, okay, it's whatever. I mean, they had some cool moments, whatever, but it's Star Wars. You better whip some fucking lightsabers at some point. Right, right. But it was just kind of underwhelming and everyone's like, oh, when Yoda was flipping around, you understand he was using the force. I'm like, yeah, I get all that. It was it just, still looked hokey as it shit. It still looked hokey as shit and Dooku was like, he's going to fuck this dude up. And yeah, yeah. Like the General Grievous was cool initially, but then you realize like, oh, it's just a robot. Why don't you just force push this fucking thing and chop right. it to bits? Like, right. Fuck and, is, and, about. and that's essentially what he does is doesn't he like like force crush his heart so, yeah pretty much and, or, or no I'm sorry he shoots him with a fucking blaster yeah whatever it was that's what remember. it was that's how underwhelming that movie such was such an uncivilized weapon yeah. like fucking just saved your life dude how about give some credit like yeah and he's like I too entrained in the dark and all I did was just like rotate a bunch of <laughs> blades and walk and it's just like hey, the new turbo jinsu yeah for real so I was that's why though again because one had its own faults but I was like, all right, man. You get- so, so two wins out over like midichlorians, wins out over yeah. Anakin being a little kid, wins out over Jar Jar Binks, wins out over... I, I was in like... I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, no, you're good. No, you're good. And I, I'm not saying one doesn't have its its flaws. Yeah. It, it certainly does. And there's some people that are adamant defenders of episode one um, in, the, in the, the prequel trilogy. And we say... 
Shut up. Yeah, nerd. I know, right. <laughs> um, I will say this though. I was still pretty young mm-hmm. when I think it was ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yep. Yeah. So I was. I was in fifth grade. Okay, when that came out, so perfect target audience. Yeah, or that. or sixth grade. I was I was like in middle school, like just starting middle school, or like just finishing elementary school. Sure. So I remember walking away, being like, "Yeah, Anakin was kind of annoying." I, you're starting to get to that age where little kids are like, "I don't want to fucking play with little kids stuff. I want to play GI Joes and big boy stuff, you right. know, whatever." Right. Or you're trying to transition and think you're cool in middle school. So like, I remember him being annoying. Jar Jar, I just found kind of like. A little, his slapstick wasn't that funny, but he didn't sure. annoy me like he did a lot of other people. And then I was okay with the pod racing scene. Again, the pod racing scene was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Clark's the cartoon reference, by the way. Um, but I actually did like that. I oh, was, bring that one back for, for a 90s. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Clark's cartoon. That'd be a great one. Um, so I, I was fine with the pod racing scene. The midichlorians, I was like disappointed because I don't need to know how the force works. It's yep. like, you're going to take the time to explain to me how God works. And it's like, this is fucking, I don't give a shit. I, I've yeah. accepted the fact in the first three movies that it just, it is. It's right, the force. Right. It's all around us. It's the thing between us. It, it's what connects us. It's what binds us. I'm cool with that. I didn't be like, oh, it's these tiny little, like, I don't know. The way that they judge. Single-celled organisms that judge how good at the force you're going to be. Yeah, like, that, how receptive well, you might be. That's like, dumb. The whole point of the force was anybody could tap into it. Like that was it was like spirituality. Well, not everyone's like, force sensitive, but still. Well, yeah, because of, be midichl- because of midichlorians now. Right, right. So, but again, I really enjoyed the Duel of Fates. That is to me top tier. Yeah, the song is great. The fight was great. I was disappointed that they killed Darth Maul off too fast because I liked Darth Maul. Sure. I was like, yo, fucking keep this dude around. Right, right. Again, they salvaged he him. Should have, he should have been the Vader for that entire trilogy. Yes. He yes. absolutely should have been just the constant evil presence that was the, always looming. Yeah, you know? the, the lapdog the, of... Of the Emperor, yes. Yeah. 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 So And again, they shouldn't have to reveal that the Emperor... I mean, you knew it was coming, obviously. But of course. But so one, I guess because I was so young, I didn't bump into it as much. Sure, I still had my faults with it. But by two, it was what a couple years later, and you know, yeah, that was two, yeah, two thousand three, two thousand whatever something like that. And I was like, yo, this is gonna be the one. This is gonna be the one. And it just disappointed me. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Episode two again for that reason. It was one was whatever. You can pretty much do whatever you want in one as long as you introduce the characters. It's a new story, so I don't know yet. The bar you can set it pretty much wherever. Let's see where you take me. Three, you got you. You, have you got a hard out. Certain things yeah. have to happen right. in order for yeah. episode four to make sense. So that one was like, as long as you give me a couple cool action sequences, the fight between Obi Wan and uh, uh, Anakin didn't disappoint. It was a little, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. But it was, it was, it was a bit overdone. Like I, I would much have preferred just them, just almost like their their very first battle on the Death Star, where they're just taking yeah. their time and like they're they're not like angry about it but they're trying to figure each other out it's like right. it's like two fighters like circling each other you know like like and then the the, the fight should have just should have evolved or devolved into just them just swinging for the fences and just going for haymakers and just yeah. for the, the the kill shot you know i did like the fact that episode three was pg-13 because you think about how gangster it is to cut somebody's arms and legs off and motherfucking just leave them next to a roaring volcano like yeah fuck you bro that's right burn son yeah that's some gangster shit to do so anyways but yeah so episode two would be my answer to that the, okay. and uh, the question was again the movie with the most anticipation highest level of disappointment Mine is kind of in the same vein because it was about the, 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 the same age that you were talking about. 
Street Fighter. Oh. That movie came out, I was probably in fourth or fifth grade. And Sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, huge, huge video game nerd. Loved the video game. Yeah, we played Street Fighter 2 a lot. A lot. Sega like Genesis. Lot. Yeah, yeah. We had, a, we had a very strict rule of you lose, you out. Yeah. Yeah. Winner stays, loser pays. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, and I just remember being so hyped for that. Like, oh, finally, I'm get, I'm going to get to see, you know... Blanca and, and Guile and Ryu and Ken and versus M. Bison. It's going to be like, I, f- I thought it was going to be like Enter the Dragon, but like all these video game characters. So I was going to see them like throwing sonic booms and flash kicks and Hadoukens and whatnot. They no, knew none of that shit. They don't do any of that. Yeah. At and least Mortal Kombat was like, hey, we're going to freeze some shit with Sub Zero. We're going to blow course. some fire with of Scorpion. Course. We're going to say get over here. Right. Liu Kang's right. going to do the flying right. kick. Johnny Cage is going to do, do one ball shadow breaker. kick. Yeah. yeah. One, one sh- ball breaker. Yeah. Like, cool. Play yeah. the hits. But right. Yeah. Exactly. No, exactly. And they didn't do any of that. And it was, it's ironic because. You know, as a as a little kid, as as you grow up, like as long as the movie's in color and things are moving, you're like, that movie was awesome. I loved it, and that was the very first movie that I ever remember walking away from and being like, that movie wasn't that good. That movie kind of sucked, actually. I'm kind of really want my money back on that. <laughs> it's weird because that is this. I think I might have mentioned it on the podcast before too, but. As you very well said, like when you're a kid, if you just go to the theater, we didn't go. To, I didn't go to the theater to see Street Fighter, but going to movie gallery and renting a movie, sure, like, right. that already made the movie like a C. Like I was like, oh, I'm so excited to right, see this. Right, right. Just looking at the box cover, you're like, oh, I oh, can't wait to see this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember that was the first time I was like, oh, movies can be bad. Yeah. I didn't realize that. So it's funny you say that movie because that was. I don't know if my anticipation for that movie was as high. I was like, oh, it might be pretty cool, you know, a Street Fighter. Oh, whatever, I was whatever. psyched for that movie. I was. Yeah, you so saw it in theaters, though, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, 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 yeah. At, at Movies 8, actually. Yeah. 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 And yeah. walked away, like, literally just my childhood crushed. It's, it's sort of like realizing you're going to die one day. Just yeah. suddenly your childhood is over. You're like, oh, there's bad movies out oh, there. Damn. Damn, I got to be more choosy now. Shit. Yeah, the bubble was popped. <laughs> That's a good answer, though. That was. <laughs> Shout out to Raul Julio, man. You, you that's right. Game yeah. over. <laughs> I would want if if you could recast him as M. Bison again, I'd do it. Fuck yes, he was he was definitely not the worst part of that movie yeah. by a mile. Yeah. No, he was not. When I burned your village down, it was the most important day of your life. For me, it was a Tuesday. <laughs> Some gangster shit. Uh, good answer though. All right, let's see. What else we got here? Let's let's uh, mailbag this. Mail let's mailbag it like up. this. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, oh, here's a good one. Here's a really good one. So the Barbie movie has opened up the discussion about feminism to uh, an entirely new generation. What are some other classic feminist icons that, like maybe, like let's say, you, you know, young teenager girl or or I got femme you. you know femme identifying whatever growing up what are some classic movie icons that you could introduce them to that's a good question who sent that one in i don't know some dumb broad <laughs> you couldn't help yourself could you <laughs> oh man anyways <laughs> this is a i saw you take the wind out of a sail um no i mean i i would say probably and i know we've talked about it a lot and I, the easy answer again i want to outthink the room is probably I mean, Ellen Ripley. I, that was my number one choice. And Sarah yeah. Connor, because they're yep. not 
they're not just doing ver- like girl versions of things. Like we can do it. Like they're the smartest motherfuckers, the toughest motherfuckers in or, those whole movies. Or at least in like in in the first Terminator, like like uh, Linda Hamilton is is like her character isn't as capable as she is in Terminator Two. Yeah. But she still acts like she's she's never quite the victim. She's never helpless. She's she may not understand the the, the the things that are happening around her, but she's always trying to at least stay ahead of the game, or at least understand, or at least like understand the understand the rules. You know what I mean? Like she, she never just cowers in a corner. She never well, even when she's frightened, you're like it's a literal death machine coming to kill me. Like, it, it, it's, it's justified. Not, yeah, you're right, like I don't right. I don't never been in this situation before. And you're also coming to terms with the idea that, like, your son is the savior of humanity. You're like, wait, I have a son. Right. Like, what? No, this is going to happen. And you're like, I'm sorry. So now I'm this, like, Virgin Mary sort of, like, messianic figure. And, like... And by the end, she's just like, fuck that. I'm going to control my future. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm going to fucking kill you to make sure that it happens. Like, that's some gangster shit. Yeah. And And then, of course, in Terminator 2, she, you know... She's she's so she's so much more capable. She's yeah. she's the complete one eighty of what she was. But it makes sense because she's had literal proof that like oh no this hor- this horrific future that you fear is absolutely one hundred percent happening. What are you gonna do about it? And she's right. like fuck. Let's toughen up. Let's right. do that. Right. So no it's, fate. Right. So it's 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 real deal that she does it, and it's not her just being like. The damsel in distress who, like, she holds yeah. her own and, and is the toughest motherfucker yeah, yeah. in those movies. Same like, with Ellen Ripley. Yeah, Ellen you know, Ripley, it, too. I, we, we've She's talked the smart. About, yeah, go ahead. We, we've talked about it before, you know, like, Ellen Ripley is the smartest person on that ship. And if if they'd have just listened to her, the movie would have been six minutes long. You know? Like, yeah. It, that would have been it. Like It's very true. It's it's smart woman, says smart thing, and a bunch of dumb dudes go, nah. That's it exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's it exactly. Uh, other than that, though, man, I man, this is gonna. I mean, I don't know, there's there's a couple. I mean, obviously, like Captain Marvel's one. That's sure. pretty badass. Okay. Um, but I, she's like kind of kick ass. Uh, the only one. This is gonna sound kind of a fucked up answer. Okay. But it just shows me that you know, obviously, women are just as capable of being evil too. Okay. There's a movie called Gone Girl, directed by David Finch of. Oh. Yeah, and uh, yeah. what's her name? Rosamund Pike plays a fucking. And I'm not saying she's a role model. I'm not saying, <laughs> but when you talk about manipul like manipulative, three steps ahead of you type of people, it is the Tyler Durden of of she, women of of femaledom. She no? is a terrible human being. Yeah. 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 Downright. I mean, she punished, not like Ben Affleck's character is like a great dude, like he cheats on her and stuff, but the price he pays for that is like, you are out of your fucking mind. Yeah. And so it's, I had a, a person I was I was dating one time, I was like, I just look up to her, I'm like, bad role model. Right, 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 right. Strong woman. Yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> bad role model. That's like somebody, woman. that's like somebody who's like, uh, Travis Bickle, man, that's me, you know, taxi driver, oh, I'm yeah. that dude. Like, that's not a good thing. Like, yeah, man, I am uh, Christian Bale, an American psycho. You're like, that's, man. don't, don't yeah. do that. So it, in a weird way, I'm not. That's not like my official answer. Sure, but it is one to look at if you're like just looking for a woman. That like, oh, you're looking for a fucking Hannibal Lecter type or whatever. Sure, it's yeah. not just reserved to the boys. Women can have their fun too. That Fuck is yeah. to me. She always stands out of like it. fucking dog shit human being. Crazy smart, crazy manipulative. Uses all the power of her womanhood of just being smart as shit, being sexy to sure. use like just. 
everyone's hook, line, and sinker to her. And it's like, how long is she going to play with you as bait? It's fucking frightening. So I dig it. I yeah. dig it. So And it's it's a unique thing because she does it like in a way that only a woman can do. You know? Like, men can, like, oh, I'm going to overpower you and I'm going to put you in a hole like Silence of the Lambs. This shit is like, just put me in the hole. I'd rather that. So. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Not a role model. Strong woman, though. But a strong woman. <laughs> uh, okay. So maybe there's okay. something to be said okay. for it. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I would go with, uh, let me think. Like, in a weird way, I think uh, Steel Magnolias is, is, a, is a really good example of uh, postmodern feminism right. and, and, like, very strong, like, examples of that. You know, it's, I mean, essentially, you know, it's Sally Field and Julie Roberts and Dolly Parton and uh, 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 what's the chick from Splash? Uh, Daryl Hannah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's easy to go with, like, Margaret Thatcher or somebody that was, like, a real person who they made a documentary out of or a biopic sure. out of, but I'm talking fictional characters. <laughs> but, yeah, Steel Magnolias, I would say pretty much any one of those women are, are would be a good example of, of uh, strong female leads, strong feminist qualities to, to admire to for, you know, the up-and-coming young crowd. I gotcha. That's a great answer. Um... Well, shit, on that note, you want to take a quick break? Yeah, man. Uh, Who's our sponsor? What do we got? Our sponsor today is Elementary School Arts and Crafts. You know you did them. We desire macaroni necklaces. Our sponsor elementary school arts and crafts if you did them in elementary school and you gave them to your parents those crafts are sitting in a box somewhere in someone's attic <laughs> you didn't really think they gave a shit about a macaroni necklace did you they went on the fridge for a little bit and yeah. they're like oh this is so, so nice. macaroni started falling off and then they were like i'm not sweeping this shit up anymore yeah, yeah. It is weird that you go through your stuff in the attic and you're like, you, you occasionally will open those boxes and it brings everything that you were doing to a fucking screeching halt because then you're just going down fucking memory lane trying to figure out what you want to keep and what you don't. And it's like fucking shopping. Oh, I thought oh. you were going to say where where it all went wrong. Oh, yeah. Well, that, yes. Yes. But like you're trying to figure out what you want to keep and what you don't want to keep. But it's like grocery shopping when you're hungry. Like now is not the time to be making yeah, this decision. You didn't give a shit about any of this stuff yeah, until six you seconds it. ago. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Hadn't thought about it yep. since the third grade. But uh, now all of a sudden it's like, yeah. but My I get- made this. Yeah, exactly. This is a part of me. Exactly. This macaroni family portrait encapsulates my entire existence. Exactly. Lost youth. Walt Whitman was right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Oh, uh, before I move on, I thought of a new answer to the one about the um, feminist icons. Sure. There is a movie called His Girl Friday. It's an old classic. 
Cary Grant and the actress Rosalind Russell. Okay. She plays a, a newsy, a, a newsbeat reporter or whatever. Okay. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, a beat reporter. A journal- yeah, yeah a, journalist, a, a, whatever. A cub journalist. Yeah, and she's about to be remarried. And her husband, Cary Grant, like pretty much is doing everything he can to kind of subvert it. But she's hip to the game, too. And okay. so, but she's really cool. And I'm not saying she's a feminist like him because she acts like a boy, but she can hang with the fellas. Like, she's not the damsel in distress. Sure. She's incredibly smart. She's smarter than everyone else in the room, and her husband or her are on the same, on the same tier or her ex husband. And she drinks whiskey with the boys and smokes cigarettes with them and nice. hangs out and talks shit like them and puts people in their place. And it's, it's, it's kind of cool. If you never got a chance to see it, it's called His Girl Friday, uh, Rosalind Russell. So, okay. I want to give a shout out to a little classic. But, with that being said, another question we got, which is a fucking great question here. Okay, lay it on me. A movie, it kind of goes into what we talked about earlier, but a movie that deserves a sequel that never got one. That deserves a sequel. Outside of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and of course, (laughs) Stargate. (laughs) Um, I mean, my initial reaction is Serenity. Just because it gives us more Firefly. Okay. I mean, just, just one more. Please. Please. It doesn't have to be Joss Whedon. It could be... You, you know, really like that, don't you? The, I, the Serenity and Firefly? It's such Firefly. a great series. It's it's just... Do you like Han Solo? Yes. Do you like Han Solo's miscreant adventures and him being a rabble rouser and always the smartest cat in the room? I'm proud of you for saying rabble rouser. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. I do. Do you want to see a whole series of that with his, like, miscreant adventures? Yeah. Firefly. Serenity. Yes. Oh, and also Alan Tudyk is in there, so bonus. And Nathan Fillion. Of course Nathan Fillion. Who is the underrated half of Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. <laughs> Everyone, don't come at me with your Ryan Reynolds bullshit. Somewhere Ryan Reynolds just got a shiver up his He's spine. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Anyways, no. You know what? I own a fucking soccer team. What's yeah, you know. what, what's Malcolm Reynolds doing? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um movie that deserves a sequel that never got one. I got two answers for you. Okay. And they're fucking both home runs. Okay. I'll save the what I think is the bigger grand slam for the end, but All right. Ding them out of the park. Let's do it. District 9. Ooh. I would love to see those aliens return. That's right cuz that movie ended with uh, Wickis Vander whatever um, in an underrated performance of the week Charlotte Copley or Copley Copley, yeah. Copley of, yeah he's fucking awesome man um, in District 9 but yeah it, it ends with him turning into one of the prawns or one of the bugs and the, the main character what's his name Kevin or something like that he calls him Oh, like whatever, 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 yeah, whatever, the, whatever the main the main alien's name is. His, he's like, his buddy alien. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I can't cure you here. I can come back in several years and cure you. He's like, it's like eight years or three, yeah, eight years, yeah. whatever yeah. it is. He's like, fucking eight years. It's gonna take you eight fucking years to cure me. He's like, you didn't say any of that. He's like, you never really asked, but right, right. I helped get you here. So right. hey, so yeah, yeah, just set the movie like eight years later when the when the when they return in strength and like. There could be the whole drama of like, are they an attacking force? Right, right. Are they like, how far do we trust them? You know? Are they coming back to get everyone off the planet? Are they coming back to wage war? Or right. yeah, is he gonna actually transform him? Be true to his word? Or yeah, there's a lot there. District, I would love to see a sequel to District Nine. Oh, you call it was what's eight more than nine? District Seventeen, possibly. There or, you go. Or ten would work. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but just keep the numbering simple. District X, you know, you can oh, play like that. See, yeah, a little Roman go. numericals in there. 
Oh, yeah. It's like a Mega Man situation. (laughs) (laughs) I do like District X. I like it, yeah. It's a good one. Um, The other one, and I think this is just a fan favorite for everybody. Can we please get a sequel to one of my favorite films of all time? The Pest? Yes, I'd love that. (laughs) But Leon the Professional. Yes. If we could get Matilda the Professional. Yes. Because I know Leon, like she went to school to like her whole thing at the end was like she's planning she went to boarding school. Basically. She went to boarding school, and then like Leon's whole thing was like I got to keep you safe, and he would be, it would be her struggling with the idea of like I'm also letting Leon down in terms of this is not what he wanted for me at all. Yeah, like thirty years later, she's like the premier assassin in the world, yeah. or or something like that. She and also loved him very much in a in a very French way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Luke Besson, for that. Yeah, watch the unrated scene. There's a weird scene in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, that's here and over there. I would love to see Matilda the Professional. I, uh, Natalie Portman reprise that role. I could see that, and you could even almost do do a th- do kind of a similar thing where like maybe she accidentally gets pregnant, or 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 she's tasked with eliminating an entire family like her family was eliminated. Or that, like that's that. the kicker, yeah. Can yeah. she eliminate the whole family? And she's, Here's what it is. She's tasked with killing an entire family. She realizes that they have a daughter, and what it is is then she takes that daughter to be like, yeah, I killed everybody. The mafia or whoever hired her finds out that she didn't, and then she wages war back on them to protect said daughter. And there's your fucking script right there. Let's do it. So basically just the exact same plot, but again? Kind of, but not yeah. really. Kind of. Because Leon didn't kill the family. That's I guess that's true. Yeah. yeah I guess that's he true. He was just happened to be next door. That was his whole thing. Was like, oh, this this shit got brought to my door. And for one sec, if I don't open the door, this all goes away. I just to stay in my quiet little life and all that shit. You know so. who the bad guy is in that? Gary Oldman again? <laughs> just in heavy makeup or just reprising a different role but it's just Gary Oldman no Idris Elba ooh take my fucking give, money give him a chance to go like really like big or or he goes the opposite way where he's so cold and calculating and monotone yeah cause you he's done mean? big in one of the, any of the bad guy in the Hobbs and Shaw movie or something I don't remember I don't know I didn't see it I uh, haven't gotten that far in the uh, trilogy well, or, more or to the, come on that. the quintilogy that so yeah, no, those are two great answers from me. Uh, I'm just <laughs> Sorry, that was a dick thing to say. No, no, District Nine and, and Leon's Professional is the ones. Those are two really good answers. Yeah, those two really good answers. Though, in all fairness, I'm not a firefighter. You ain't gotta say it like that. Uh, so I, was, I was trying to be a dick, and it came across super dick mode. So, um, anyways, uh, to plow ahead, here's here's a good one because this will strike an accord. That was a dick way to say that. I'm sorry. I, did, I didn't mean it like that. We should okay. cut that, but it's fun. That's okay. Uh, anyways. If you could erase one Marvel movie from existence, Thanos Ant Man Two, Thanos style, which one would it be? Ant Man Two. Really? Yeah. It just it, Why is that? it it holds no place. It just it's it's filler. I mean, at least Ant Man introduces the character. At least you know, like up to a certain point, every Marvel movie plays into something happening down the line. Especially you know. The Thor movies, the Captain America movie, the, the big three, you know, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, they all sort of play into bigger events later down the line. Ant-Man at Not least introduces... Not all of them. Pretty hard prep. I mean... Guardians 2 doesn't. That's that's true. That's true. Yeah, but at least Guardians 2 was fun. No, no I'm, I'm just... 
I'm not saying that or that it wasn't fun. I'm just, I mean, I enjoyed Ant Man too, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just saying they don't all tie into like if you were to watch Avengers, you really don't need to watch like, or Infinity War, let's just say, you really don't need to watch like. Obviously, Avengers one, you need to see. Um, you got to see the origin stories. You got to see well, Iron Man, Thor. I, yeah, the Captain intro America. to them. No, I'm saying for Infinity War, yeah, but you would have to see definitely Civil War to understand that they're broken sure. up. Like, there's a few key ones. Sure. If you're trying to you find, probably skip the, Age of Ultron. Really, whichever ones have a stone in them is really what you need to watch. So, I guess that's true. Yeah, that's really all I need to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, if it has a stone in them or it introduces a pivotal character, that's it. So, but either way. Um, so Ant-Man 2, really. Yeah, just, I, I think of the lot, it's probably the weakest, and it doesn't really tie into, other than at the very end, he gets trapped in the quantum realm for a hot second. So he, it, it, it's a, it's a backdoor way for him to avoid the snap, basically. Yeah. But other than that, there's no useful or pertinent information that comes from it. Yeah, I get you there. Um, the one I'm going to say, I, I liked it, I, I just... They haven't done anything with it yet, and there's so many loose ends from it that they're not going to be able to tie them all up. I think it, my answer m- might be the Eternals. Oh, and I, and I didn't dislike one. I didn't dislike the Eternals, yeah. but I I don't know what they're doing with it. I mean, I might agree with you on that one. I have yet the verdict's out on that one, so it might be pivotal later. But like, I don't know how they're going to tie in the Black Knight unless it's a thing with Blade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they got Tiamat just hanging out in a giant. Maybe the only thing that that movie would be really dope for is I think they're going to bring in the X Men via uh, multiverse would probably be the best bet. Is after sure. everything's said and done, the Battle World. The only thing is if if that was made of adamantium, that would be how they introduce adamantium to this world. Oh, uh, when they, I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. But I'm kind of the verdicts out on that one because I don't know where they're going to go with it. But it's, it's so tonally different from everything. Like I'm glad it exists, but in the greater Marvel canon. I mean, historically, that one did perform. I, I want to say that that might be tied with Ant Man too for like worst performing, or at least in terms of box office. Mm, I don't know. Ant Man's are cheaper to make, so I don't. But either way, either way, I'm not gonna get into it. But that might be my answer for now, though. Maybe, okay. Maybe yeah. Eternals. And yeah. again, like the movie. I I might actually change. I, I I would probably agree with you on that one. I think just it, it was a a, a branch of storyline that never really played out and hasn't done anything in right. terms of. If we're not talking movies, then Inhumans is the correct answer. But that was like a six-part miniseries. Yeah. But Inhumans is... We could forget about that one. But so. nobody saw that one anyway. So. Right, exactly, exactly. So that would be my answer there. You hear me scratching that one off the list. Um, We'll just do a couple rapid-fire ones real quick. What is your favorite Disney movie, animated and non-animated? Favorite Disney movie... And I'm going to exclude Marvel from that. And of Star course. Wars, yeah, just, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, you, like classic Disney style. In yeah, terms of, yeah, right. I'll even uh, you can throw Pixar in there if you want, but okay, I mean, okay. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like Marvel and Star Wars is my kinda... favorite animated, and this is going to be this is a rare one, The Black Cauldron. Really, I love that movie. I mean, it's basically a D and D adventure, and it's is that Disney? I thought that was the dude that's... that did. That's Disney. Okay. No, that's that's not uh, Don Bluth. No. Oh, that's right. Don Bluth is the word of thank no, you. No, thank no, no. That's uh, yeah. Uh, the Black Cauldron. Yeah, with the the Horned King and played by John Hurt. Um, okay. I haven't seen. I don't. I know I've seen it in my life. If you've watched it, but sure, sure. It's. I'm not. Too it familiar. is. It is a great movie. It's just. I, I think that in in the time that it came out, Disney was very much you know. For the kids. Right. Dukka, dukka, dukka. 
<laughs> and uh, a Wu Tang joke. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it was a Wu Tang and a Chappelle joke. Well, well done, sir. Well done. Uh, Most people wouldn't catch what you just did, sir. Uh, but yeah, and I think it, it's a little bit too dark for like the the like ten and under crowd, right? And so it's I, never really found its audience. You think? Exactly, exactly. But I, I think given the given a, a more mature audience, that movie is a banger. Okay. Yeah, I'm not too. I, again, I'm I'm sure I've seen it. But yeah, I'm, highly highly recommend. If you it, it, and it's a rare one. It's not one that that they that they ever like bring out of the vault very often. It's not like they marketed it on DVDs and stuff. I think it's still on streaming, but probably they bury a lot of shit on streaming. On I mean, Plus. yeah, you might have to like search check for that it. out. Yeah, check that out. All right, well, non animated, non animated Disney movie that includes Tron. Ooh, that's gonna be a bed tough knobs movie. to broomsticks. Did they do Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? I think so. That was a pretty good one. Watch if somebody's yelling right now, like, you're forgetting this. No, no, I know, whatever. Or Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was dream work, or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah, let me see. Disney, non-animated Disney movie. Uh, I'm going to go with Deadpool 2. <laughs> Well, that was technically Fox that did Oh, that. yeah. Well, they I mean... It. Yeah, well... Uh, no, I don't know. Let's see. Non-animated? Oh, uh, uh... What was it? Treasure Island? Shipwreck Island? Yeah. The Muppet version? No, yeah. Well, yeah, that one. They weren't no, Disney no, no, yet. No, no, no. But, but there yeah. was there was one where a uh, uh, little boy gets uh, shipwrecked. It had yeah. Gabriel Byrne as the Pirate King and... Um, yeah. It's a yeah. good one. He befriends a gorilla and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, that's a good that. one. Got a monkey pal. Yeah, that's a good one. I would say he builds like a bunch of Kevin Mist- uh, Kevin McAllister like jungle traps to. Yeah, it's Treasure stop. Island. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it Treasure Island? I, okay, I think so. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I I know what you're talking about, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think it is Treasure Island. Okay. Um, I would say for non-animated, mine's pretty pretty obvious. It's Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean. That's ah. my favorite by far. Sure. Uh, in terms of the non-animated, uh, in terms of animated, there's. There's a couple that I'm I'm a huge fan of. I'll watch anytime. I would say I really like Aladdin. I was certainly mm-hmm. a target audience for that one. Yeah. I I think The Lion King is a fucking masterpiece. Uh, oh yeah. Just by every yeah, just yeah, plot yeah. wise, like it's that's an incredible movie. I mean, it's basically Hamlet. You know, it's it's, it's just it's an incredible yeah, yeah. But still, um, and then Aladdin, of course, you have Robin Williams as the genie. Yeah, you could just watch him do impersonations all goddamn yeah, day. And Jasmine was one of my early crushes. Yep. Um, no, Aladdin I think is great. Um, I have a. There's two that people sleep on a lot, okay. and I, I know you don't, but Robin Hood, the oh, Disney's little Robin. Little John, yeah. the, that is an awesome, awesome Ooh, movie. Oodah Lolly. Yeah, Oodah Lolly. Yes, sir. Um, and Sword in the Stone, I like a lot. That was another good one. That's yeah, a really good one. Yeah. It's kind of slept on a lot, but yeah. My only problem with that movie is that the little kid that they got to play Arthur. Definitely went through a voice change as the movie happens. Oh. So like, there's certain scenes where he's got a real deep, he's got a real kid like voice, and then he comes back and it's very much a teenager's voice cracking. I guess I never really noticed that. But. Yeah, and it changes from like huh. scene to scene. They don't shoot. Yeah, they didn't record them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I never really noticed that. But um, so somewhere in those four is probably my favorite. If I if I had to pick, I'd probably say the Lion that, that, King. That'd be the the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, yeah. I, but if I had to pick, gun to my head, probably the Lion King. I, okay, that movie fucking rules, man. So um, yeah. 
other than that, I guess, well, I guess we could probably end it after these next set of questions if you want. I mean, we got time for a couple more if you want. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Uh, well, I'll just rapid fire these ones then. Uh, are AI actors ever acceptable? My Ooh. vote is there's a way to maneuver it. Uh, so I'm going to say eventually I'll probably be forced to accept it. So I'm going to say yes. Yeah, like it's, it's like in a, a weird way. Scenario, though. Like in a weird way, I know that that's the way it's going to go. I, I it's acceptable as long as people are getting their ends. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Like like I I think you and I kind of talked about it a little bit. Well, we on the, waffle on, the on this podcast. a lot. Right, right. We joke about casting Liam Neeson and Leslie Nielsen in a in a movie together, and if AI makes that possible, then we were. Just two episodes. Like, fuck long, yeah, do it! <laughs> but as long as Liam Neeson and the estate of Leslie Nielsen get some sort of percentage or some sort right. of like compensation for... I mean, you, you can't just rip off somebody's face and use that as your as your marketing campaign. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can't just say, like, well, we've got Leonardo DiCaprio and we've got, you right. know, Humphrey Bogart and this and that and... and Scarlett Johansson's making right. an appearance. We've got Angelina Jolie. Like, unless those people agree that you can use their likeness, you know, then yes, it, it, it's perfectly fine. But yeah. my bigger concern is if, and this is what they've already talked about, is if it's actors or extras and they're like, like you, background actors. Well, yeah, you sign some contract. And this is how they rip people off in TV. This is why Dave Chappelle was, I was like, I got a, I got a bum deal. You talk about your name and image in perpetuity. Like, get right, the fuck right, out of here. Right. You're so gonna, now you you scan me once and now you, I'm every extra ever and I don't get a fucking dime for it. Right. Like, nah, miss me with that shit. Right. Like, no. Right. So, th- there's a way to navigate it. Um, but yeah, the whole in perpetuity shit, I'm not for it all, man. But again, if it's... I joke about it though, but I'm sure I'd appreciate it. Like, I just now recently started using chat GPT and like <laughs> Leonardo AI and stuff like that. But So it has its uses, but... I mean, but you're, but I, I would say the difference is, is I'm that like, give you're me not, a season 14, a taxi, <laughs> right, 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 right. The, yeah. the difference is that you're not using it to monetize. You're using it for personal use in terms of like, like, especially with the, with the Leonardo AI, like we typically do that with just our, our D and D characters or like fun ideas. Like right. what would it look like? We're not out there selling it. We're not out there marketing it as our original idea. It's just for us. Like, I want to see what that looks like, you know. Right. So there there is there is a certain aspect of AI that is acceptable. I think the line lies when you start to monetize on it. You can't just you can't just steal someone's art even if that art is generated by a computer. No, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. So to answer the question, are AI actors ever acceptable? Possibly. <laughs> Once again, we waffle on the answer. That's what we do. It's here. like butt stuff. You don't want to do it all the time, <laughs> but like at the right moment for the right reasons, that's cool. Oh man, shit! Good way to use that explicative right there. <laughs> Anyways, um, a couple, a few more. Uh, with the onset of superhero fatigue apparently mm-hmm. setting in in Hollywood, what genre is most likely to fill the void in its absence as it? Uh, dwindles one might think or if if it were to truly dwindle away i i don't i don't think so superhero fatigue for those not in the know is that like the superhero genre movies are are seeing less and less returns on their on their uh 
box Inve- office numbers you know, on investment or whatever. Right, and and so uh, critically, they're getting more pan too in the terms of people are kind of like even critics are like it's the formula is out now. We've seen right. this before. Right. It's not. It's right. nothing right. new. It's, it's nothing the same new. origin story. It's right. the same revenge story. It's the same. Right. Yeah, and and the cost of making the movies is going up and up and up as like people diminishing like, returns. Well, yeah, like like people like uh, uh, you know Chris Hemsworth. You know, you're not paying him. For the fourth Thor movie, the same movie, the same amount that you're paying him for the first Thor movie. Chris oh. Evans, hit, you know, just exponentially more and more and more, and Robert Downey Jr. more and more and more and more. Right. So, um, okay, and so what, and also the the oversaturation of the market too. There's, right, everybody's yeah. turning them out now. Yeah, yeah. So what do you think for is, the last twenty years? I mean, which yeah, had a glorious two thousand and eight. Yeah. yeah. It it was a. I, I will still say, man, the the run between Iron Man and Endgame was. Fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. and, and, and the thing is, like, oh, it can never be that again. Like, I think part of it is because everyone wants every movie to be as good as Endgame and Infinity War mm-hmm. now. And you just can't. It's, just, it's not going to work like that. It's not. You have to build to get there. And we're starting to just get the momentum going, but... Well, and also it, it falls under, it falls under the, same, uh, the same problem of it's burdened by the weight of its own machine. A certain superhero movie does well, and then every company goes, we have to do that superhero movie. And so that becomes the pattern. It's it's the same thing with, like, the, the indies rush that happened in the early 90s. Like, everybody was like, oh, we have to make an indie movie that looks like that. Right. And so, of course, then the, the market becomes so saturated with the sameness of, you know, the, the homogenization of, of cinema. And so it all ends up being the same. And people go, eh, I've seen it before. Right. Who cares? Uh, but that's not the question. The no, question some is of the, also some of the necessity, like when the initial Marvel movies were coming out, everyone's like, "I have to see this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to get spoiled." And some of that's kind of like, "I'll catch it whenever." And part on of, streaming, part of that streaming, right. part of that's just again the fatigue of it. But what do you think is going to take the place of this quote unquote uh, the, the superhero genre? That's an interesting question because Barbie's a smash. Barbie is a smash, and I and I think you are going to see a lot more. Um, monetization of of IP I was just I, about I, to say I, I think that I think that's probably going to be I mean like there Mario are, yeah Mario was a fucking smash too it's a multi-billion sure, dollar sure. movie uh, absolutely and then you know like but then you see it with Lego you see it yeah. with uh, Barbie you see it with um, G.I. Joe to a lesser extent right but, I gotcha but um, so that's probably going to be the way that it goes in terms of instead of instead of doing an overarching uh, thematic world where we have to incorporate all these individual IPs of you know Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman and the Flash and Green Lantern. We're just going to focus on Stretch Armstrong or Mask or GoBots or whatever it may be. You know? Right. Like we're just going to focus on this singular IP. And I think the other way it's going to go is that we and I'm, I really hope that I'm right on this, is we're going to see a rise on martial arts films because I think that superhero films inherently fill a void for an action genre. Right. That In a way that's... I, I don't mean this detrimental, but like it's very easy to do. Like to, to, to set up action between two superheroes is a very easy thing to do. Right, right. And so I think martial arts may be the next action uh, genre to fill that void in terms of how hard is it just to get like, well, you have crazy monkey style and I have praying mantis style. So let's see which of our styles is better. Or, 
you know, revenge, you killed my father, and now I have to game a death it up, you know, up uh, your look, tower. If, if I hope your prediction's right, because that would be, because, uh, I mean, John Wick as well is a fucking smash, and that's... And, that, and I think that's going to be probably one of the impetus to move that forward, is people looking for that new John Wick, people looking yeah. for that new Matrix, the new whatever it may be. You know? Yeah, I think it's, it's one of those things where, like, you know, when Taken came mm-hmm, out and mm-hmm. like everyone, we got to get our taken we got to get right. us a taken we got to right. get it's like the jerry action it was you right, know? Like, right 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 so what was old a, guy hasn't worked in a while that we can convince to kick ass right right like expendables when that came out i was like oh, sure yeah. it's a very different kind of movie than taken but still but uh, same principle yeah. in terms of like hey all these 80s actions icons yeah. that you that you remember they're all in the same movie now right and taken also played into the fact of every dad ever was like that's what I'd do if it was my daughter right, like right. You, no of you course, wouldn't you'd course. call the cops and cry right. like, let's be real here um, Linda so, bring me another Bud Light right um, so what, he's here yeah. <laughs> uh, so what I, I don't know what genre I don't know about that I will say part of me I don't know if it will ever hit again I think some movies are going to get smaller in terms of box office, because if people are not going out to go see the big ones, and I think IP is the answer, is the correct answer, um, in terms of people are just going to start gobbling up intellectual properties and being like, this didn't hit, we're going to, if you don't make a movie, you know, they're going to try it. If it if it's a hit, they're going to shell out a bunch more. Sure, sure. You know, and if it doesn't hit, then they're not going to make the movies, the rights will resort back to whomever, and another company can try later. Sure, So sure. I think IP is the correct answer um, of being like, hey, you remember that thing? Ever, um, right. Polly Pocket, or yeah, whatever you know, it might be. My, my pet monster, yeah, or yeah whatever, just anything. Or, yeah. um, even Mario, you know, is an right. intellectual property. Remember that shit that you fell in love with when you were a kid? Don't you want to see that right. in two hours? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, part of me thinks it's going to get smaller because if, if audiences aren't driven to go see epic blockbusters in the numbers they used mm-hmm. to, then mm-hmm. the only op- other option is like, what are the two things that are constantly making money? That you're always going to see in theaters. It's either right now, it's the big budget superhero movie, mm-hmm. and what's the other one? Low budget horror. Horror, right. horror, okay. horror. Okay. So horror is always going to have its place. So I think if if studios are trying to turn a profit, they're going to start maybe going back to, depending on what streaming does, but they'll start doing smaller movies to just good because you got to swing for the fences in order to get the the billions for the avatars of the world, but you also got to spend a fuck ton too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but the, to turn the, the a, marketing and advertising ends up being like double what the movie cost anyway. Oh yeah, but like Napoleon Dynamite was made for nothing, and it got to sure. the point where they talk about people that got a bum contract, like John Heater and like everyone that was in that movie. They didn't get shit. They got yeah. like five thousand dollars. They the made direct, a pittance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they would get a little bit, and then eventually that movie just made so much money. That the studio couldn't hide it anymore. Mm-hmm. That they were like, "Hey, we're gonna sue you if we don't fucking get our end." And they settled out of court, but still, like, you can't hide the amount of money this right, this movie right, right. made anymore. Hey, everybody's coming up to me and saying, "Vote, Vote for, for Pedro." Pedro. Yeah. So, yeah, like, how does that happen if right. nobody's seeing our movie? Yeah. Right, exactly. The DVD sales were what exactly? Right. Oh, okay, right. cool. Yeah. So you sold how many units? Two hundred million? Yeah, million. For real. Okay, yeah, and you I, sold it at what? Twenty bucks a pop? Yeah. Anywhere okay. between $9.99 to $20 a pop? Yeah, yeah, you tell me. I want mine. I'm not saying you owe me something, but uh, if you want to walk out here with kneecaps, right, you owe, you me, owe something. me something. Yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know. That's a great question. I'd be interesting to see what takes place. I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, I, yeah. I think intellectual property. So I, I, I would agree with that. Or maybe, it, as an alternative, we'll see a rise of the indie movie. Like, finally, they'll, they'll start seeking out, like... That's what I meant by smaller. Sure, yeah. sure. Just just lower budget. Yeah, I, I think you're right on that. Just seeking out lower budget 
independent filmmakers who are looking for their shot, who maybe have a little bit of credit, like the Kevin Smiths, the, like the, the Robert 90s, Rodriguez's. The, yeah, exactly. The Quentin exactly. Tarantino's. Who's the guy with the vision that right. knows Who that? consistently turns out some quality shit. Yeah. Or just has a unique voice. That too, yeah. that too, yeah. I, I think in, in the age of the internet, like especially everything is so niche now, like finding the voice, quote unquote, is going to be a little bit harder. But it will certainly lead to a lot, to a rise of a lot more niche voices. Like, oh, I do the gay horror movie. I do the right. the dramatic, you know, period piece. I do the yeah. whatever, whatever, you know. Yeah. So we'll see, man. It's going to be interesting how it plays out, but we're going to be here to watch them all and talk about it. Yes, sir. Speaking of talk about it, this is a great set of questions to go out on. All right. Okay. Because we, I, I, first and foremost, you know I love you. You know I love doing this podcast with you. But this is an interesting question. Am I going to die short, brother? I know, right? (laughs) If you were to do a podcast with each other, so me and you still. Okay. But do it about another subject besides movies and TV. What would that podcast be about? Hmm. What would, if I had to do another podcast with you? What would that podcast be about? I would say uh, crush and puss, <laughs> cram and clam, uh, just out there getting it. <laughs> I also enjoy tennis. I also enjoy tennis. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's funny. Uh, is that the real answer? Or does no. it regale you with sexual tales? I mean, we would both have to be getting some in order for us yeah, to... Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. What'd you do? Uh, jerked off and cried in the shower? <laughs> yeah, see us again next week. Right, right. Thanks to our sponsor, Jurgens. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be a short episode. Um... I actually, I would like to do a sports uh, podcast with you. Just Really? Just based on the fact that I know nothing about it. And so, like, not nothing, but I know, I know enough to engage. But you are much more involved in it than I am. And so, sort of seeing you bring me kicking and screaming through the entire podcast would be interesting. Like, trying to sell me on, like, okay, here's why this is important. Or like, okay, so like if, if, if I was going to do a wrestling, wrestling podcast, one, right, right. right, where I'm like, so Marcus, here's what happened on Raw today. And you're like, all right, now who are these people? What's all the right. story? What's the sky? We'll put a pin in that. Um, so yeah, sport. I didn't expect you to say sports though. Yeah. I would say if I were to do a podcast, still me and you, but um, another subject besides movie and TVs, we do this a little bit. But one of the origins of this podcast, one of the initial ideas was Michael and I were at a much different place in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been pretty open about it. Not not fun. Pretty dark for both of us. Yeah. Um, and we would always call each other and we would say, who would win in a fight? This person or this person? Oh. And I would like to do one where it would be like, we one, have to find a good matchup. But it would be like, a, we could call it like, bring me your champion. And we pretty much <laughs> lobby who would win in the fight. And have somebody decide, or or viewers would write in and say, "Hey, who would win in a fight? Oh. This or this person or this?" And they could be anyone in pop culture. You could go the guy from American Psycho, or um, which it could be movie still, but it'd be more character, or like versus the Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, versus like the Wolf that. of Wall Street. And what is what is the so what, you would have to argue for uh, Patrick or Bateman, whomever, yeah, or or uh, what's his name from Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, 
Jordan Bell, Jordan Bell Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would have to argue for or uh, whomever. Yeah, and what are they? And what are they battling over? Is it you know? And then guest has to like decide who was the at the end who. Yeah, or we come. Yeah, but something like that. And I don't know necessarily the format or the big really good idea. Actually, the biggest one that we do. Uh, that we that we initially did when we would just call each other, we'd be like, "Yo, who would win in a fight?" Um, Nova, when he was the had the entire Nova Force in his helmet, sure. and it was just him after the Annihilation Wave, or, or Green Lantern when Kyle Rayner when, yeah, when he had Peril or uh, or whomever uh, Hal Jordan when he was paralyzed. Okay, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, "Oh shit, that would be a throwdown," and we would try to determine a winner that way. Um, because that would be fun and it wouldn't we could do comic books and video games who would win Mega Man or Samus yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and what the battle over Abraham Lincoln or Donald Trump right right exactly just whatever so here's the matchup of the week I dig that's a really good we could call it let them fight yeah let them fight or bring forth your champion that's right just because it's a long title that'd be fun to say (laughs) maybe the intro music bring forth your champion it's got to look good on a t-shirt so BFYC BFYC bring your or bring your own champion Oh, there you go. See, look, we're workshopping it now. Patent pending on all this shit. <laughs> Don't be stealing our shit. Yeah, I'm surprised he says sports with me. But okay. And here's another one. All right. And this final question If you were to do a movie podcast with anyone else, who would it be? Now, before I answer this, okay. I want to say that at this juncture, this is exactly the show that I want to make. I hope that we can go bigger and better and introduce, like, ongoing bits with more like have theme songs for things like oh and grant i don't want to be a formulaic show where it's the same no, oh i don't i don't want to be a wacky morning radio show well, i, I don't mean that but i mean like how some are more structured where it's like oh first we check in and then we do this mm-hmm. and then we do that um so i'm sure that i would enjoy doing a movie podcast with other people mm-hmm. i don't it would be a vastly different show though Sure, vastly right. different, and I would. I think you and I have a, a have a shorthand and a, and a connection in terms of. I mean, this is what we do. Like, right. like even when we're not sitting down recording, we're still having these same conversations, Pretty time much. in and time out. So, Pretty much, uh, yeah. I, I think so. we would. If I was to do it with anybody else, I would definitely lose a little bit of shorthand. I mean, how many times have I been like, "Oh, it's like that one with the guy with the green hands." You're like, "Oh yeah, I love that movie." Yeah, no, absolutely. Even if I don't know who you're talking about, I'm like, well, he obviously does, so who is that from? And I'll get you to the point of saying it. Like, you mentioned some actor earlier. I don't know who the fuck it was. Right. Oh, what else did he do? I know how to cue you up for a platform for you to say, <laughs> he's in this, this, and this. You do the same thing with me right. with director. Oh, what else did he direct? Oh, this, this, this. Cool. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't move the needle in terms of your comprehension <laughs> of what I'm talking about. I could have just said any movies. And you'd be like, oh, word, he did that shit too? So, and I understand that we both do that for each other. And so that being said, cheers to you, man. I love you very much. And I'm very grateful to do this podcast with you and it would be vastly different, but I am curious what your answer would, if you had to replace me, (laughs) (laughs) probably Matthew, (laughs) that might be my answer too. That might be my answer too. Just because I mean, on the, on the one hand, he has such an eccentric viewing, uh, sense, you know, like he, he watches like off the wall, weird shit that I probably never would be introduced to like he's, yeah he's a he's a seeker of the perverse and strange like especially cinematically like he says he only watches shit movies is what he, yeah, he, yeah he's yeah. he's kind it wasn't always like that right, right, <laughs> he was right. normal once or relatively but you know but it would but the problem with that would be it would 
it would be me sitting there being like, so I watched Loki. You want to talk about it? He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't watch that shit. However, I did watch a Korean uh, cowboy movie about, that's kind of about socialism and also uh, vampires. And I'm like, Korean cowboy vampire socialist? I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. He's like, about. funny, that's the actual name of the movie. <laughs> Um, yeah, Matthew and I mean Matthew and I have our own shorthand, so it'd be a very different show. Um, yeah, I, that'd be a good answer. If if it wasn't him, I would want to do a podcast with my dad, but I would kind of want to do sports. Mm-hmm. Okay, just to do like a weekly wrap up because I do love chatting sports with him. Okay, um, okay, and he's also and he is very knowledgeable in terms of well, he thinks he's very knowledgeable. Yeah, he's also a degenerate gambler. So <laughs> we could do our bets every week that we do just on like on the air. Yeah, and it'd be a podcast because we do we. That's a brilliant idea, actually. I know. We, the I, weekly betting podcast. Yeah, well, we we bet five games each during football season. We bet five games, and each of the games are a dollar a piece. Mm-hmm. So if you win all five and you sweep, you get a six dollar, and then halfway through the season the 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 pot ramps up to two dollars a game and if you mm. win all of those you win twelve dollars but rarely do you win them all so they usually cancel out like if you win three and i win two you only win a dollar right and so we just keep that going so that would be fun um but if it was a movie podcast that would be really tough um because i just i'm so again I'm, I'm used i can't see the show many other ways than the way it is um our unofficial little brother bootsy would be fun that would be good. He would be fun because oh he's God. he's such a child at heart, and he's a lot like me in the sense of he's just like oh, and then it was a big explosion, and <laughs> and then it was in color, yeah. and then it was a song, and then the credits rolled, and I had some popcorn, and like right. it was pretty dope, right? Right. Or um, my cousin Stephen because he's a oh, that's he's a good one. the Kuzo, yeah, Kuzo, the Kuzo fireball himself. He um he speaks Chappelle like I do, mm-hmm. he and he's the only person. I know, and that speaks Chappelle like I do, in terms of like just the references, the quick like little things, the like the under the surface references, sure, the, yeah, the little nods, the looks, the hissing of a chain, like people are like, what the fuck was that? And it's like it's, it all circles back to something, and so that would be fun to do because at one point we lived together when I owned thousands of movies, <laughs> right? And he was the one person I know would watch it because we lived together and we had a one, it was like a fucking hole in the wall. It was right. like yeah, a basement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so there was nowhere else to go, but sit there and watch the movie. And so I know that he has a lot of the same, cause we'd be like, Oh, that new DVD came out. You got that right. already. Same cool. references, Let's sit down same, and watch right. it. Boom. Yeah. We watch it. And then our friend John would come over and he'd end up watching it. And so, I know that just our back catalog alone from that time is yeah. thousands of movies. Sure, and so, right, 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 right. So right. I know that there's... Have you seen that? Yes, I have. That would right. be an easy answer. Okay, so. cool. Yeah. But, yeah. I think I... Our buddy Glenn is somebody I would love to do a wrestling podcast I was going to say, you two doing a wrestling podcast that would, would be, be fucking dope. But again, that's we watch some weird shit. I mean, like, I don't know how many times we could harp on the Miss Atlanta Lively match or, like... Joshi wrestling like oh my god when those two like tiny Japanese chicks kicked each other right in the mouth it was great (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know like uh but yeah I I think I think he and I would very much have this it would be a very similar podcast to what we have to what you and I have now in terms of we both have our own shorthand we both like have the same references we both have the same things that we enjoy about wrestling A a very like joie de vivre about the whole thing I don't like, know what the fuck you just said at all joy of life the, yep yeah, yeah. <laughs> que sera, sera. 
That's what will be, will be. Yo, yo tango un gato in the <laughs> pantalones. Uh, anyways, yeah. No, I, uh, I would I would actually tune in for that. Yeah. Uh, so, but if I had to choose somebody yeah, else to, to do... Just to do a, a movie podcast. Yeah, because mine would be Bootsy or movie Kuzo. Movie podcast? There's, mean, other, there's other candidates, but I think I would have to settle on those too. But anyways. It could be anybody? Yeah, yeah, but it has to be a movie podcast is the question. If you were to do a movie podcast anybody? with anyone else, who would, who would it be? I choose Ed Wood. That'd be dope. Bring him back and have show him some like modern movies and just get his perspective on it. Or John Waters. That's another good one. John Waters. Yeah, you're going for celebrities. That's a whole different thing. Fucking, you said it could be anybody. Okay. Yeah. Do I get a free pass or not, homie? Sure, look. Yeah, then I get Honey, John- you said I got a free pass. Then I get Johnny Favs and I just get to soak <laughs> up everything. So I'm like, so you saved Star Wars and you created the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, is Robert Downey Jr. as cool in real life as I think he is? Yeah, he probably is. Um, so what does yeah. Vince Vaughn smell like? <laughs> oh, man. He smells like money, baby. Uh, that's <laughs> great movie. Great reference. Uh, swingers. So, yeah, I think that's it, though, man. Um, is that it? I think so, unless you got any other further questions or queries. Uh, let's see. What do we need? Anything else? Well, um, I appreciate y'all tuning in for these very real questions. Seriously. Seriously, seriously. Please write us in at whatcha been watching podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. We love questions. Please, we want interaction. We, will, right. we are very responsive. We got nothing else going on. We're just out here in the streets selling uh, uh, balloons with <laughs> nitrogen instead of helium. Because that was the tank we found. Wah, 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 yeah, exactly. Wah, wah, Now we're just, I resorted to getting a wrong take and now we're drug dealers. <laughs> Whatever, we're out here. Such is life. Yeah. We're, so, at, uh, we're at used bookstores, I don't know. <laughs> See us at your local fish concert. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Um, Alright, yeah, uh, Marvelous Mike D signing off. MD3 signing out. Go watch a movie. And talk about it with somebody that you love.